Hello everyone, this is Samir Buyan and welcome to React, a podcast designed to help you connect with and learn from students and their journey in figuring out what they want to look forward to in life. So recently, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos stated that he will step down from his role as CEO later this year and transition to the role of executive chair. He will be replaced by Andy Jassy, or JC. Um, and Bezos has been Amazon's CEO since its founding in 1995. He oversaw its growth from an online bookstore into a 1.7 trillion global, $1.7 trillion global retail and logistics powerhouse. Jassy has been working for Amazon since 1997 and currently serves as the CEO of the company's cloud business, Amazon Web Services, which is its biggest profit driver. Bezos later mentioned that as an executive chair, he will stay engaged in important Amazon initiatives, but also have the time and energy to focus on other projects he's interested in, like Day One Fund, the Bezos Earth Fund, Blue Origin, the Washington Post, and many more. Overall, he was looking to bring more impact to the company and the world. That really got me thinking about leadership. I mean, among young people, he is considered to be very limited uh, in philanthropy, Um, but his move will make him super philanthropic. Be a leader doesn't mean to be philanthropic. Do business leaders have the obligation to give back? Do leaders in general have the role of a person giving back to society? Very interesting questions, and I was really intrigued by it um, because I, I never thought that Jeff Bezos would sit, sit down and you know take the back seat for, for a long time. So while being a leader means to achieve business goals and create an effective and efficient environment, also means to be part of the team and build on shared weaknesses. So let's familiarize ourselves with leadership. Leadership isn't about a word in your title, a certain salary bracket, or specific characteristics like magnetism or extroversion. There are a lot of great definitions of leadership out there, especially by those who embody it. I certainly read an excerpt from a published essay by Kerry Yemba, who said, a good leader is one who always is three steps ahead of others. He looks out for the people before himself. John C. Maxwell said, a good leader is someone who takes a little more than his share of the blame and a little less than his share of credit. Leaders are kind, motivating, knowledgeable, and always concerned for the other person. They build excellence and accomplish this by first building character. Understandably, they need to be trusted and prove themselves trustworthy so that people will look up to and admire them. What great words, amazing, amazing, amazing words. Now, leaders and leadership should be genuine and born organically. A lot of people nowadays wanna get into a leadership position right out of their undergrad education. They think that because, you know, they were a leader in a club or society, they can thrive in a leadership role in a corporate environment. Well, that's a big false statement. You cannot thrive at all. You will not. Why? Very simple. You're not in the same environment that you were. 
corporate leader isn't someone who is a leader for a few hours or meetings. They're leaders every day, 24-7. They have to put in more work and dedication than ever. It's not just about planning different meetings or different events or getting corporate leaders to come into a Zoom call or you know meeting. It's, it's more. In corporate leadership, you have to take more responsibility for better or worse. There is no blame game. There is no extensions on projects or assignments. There's no, let's cancel the club meeting tonight because there's a midterm. No more excuses. It's work, it's work, it's work. Leadership, like I said, is more than just a title. It's about leaving a legacy. You guys remember the recommendation letters you guys got from high school and college? It's a similar legacy you leave behind for your classmates. The recommendations letters you got were from teachers. Similarly, in the future, or currently, for those who are working, you'll get a recommendation letter from your managers, from other colleagues. You'll realize that in the corporate world, you have to give up to gain. And this is a big, big, big lesson as you grow older. There are fewer win-win situations. There are fewer snow days or break days. Remember, when we start working, we don't get those one month, two month long summer breaks. Being a leader means to helping to help others to help the company. So really quick, some ways to succeed in being a leader. You, one, you inspire commitment within yourself and within others. Number two, strategic planning. You are more strategic when figuring out what goals you want, short-term goals, long-term goals. Number three, you make sure you're changing management. That includes removing yourself from a higher role. I remember this class, if you go to Rutgers, Rutgers Business School, you'll take a class called Management Skills. In that class, you will be rotating your leaders within a team every week or every two weeks. What that does is it gives everyone to allow to be respected and give respect to others perfect, perfect way um, to initiate a changing management. Number four, employee development. You have to build your employees. You have to work on their weaknesses and their strengths. You need to get someone who's strong in a certain field to help those who are weak. Number five, Self-awareness, super, super important. You need to know as a leader, when am I doing something right? When am I doing something wrong? When am I doing something good? When am I doing something bad? When am I doing something that's beneficial to the team, detrimental to the team? You need to figure these things out. So let's talk a little bit about philanthropy now. <laughs> so how philanthropic are leaders? How philanthropic are companies? No person is more philanthropic than Bill Gates. I mean, if you don't see news about Microsoft, you'll definitely hear about the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. He even got the Medal of Freedom from former President Barack Obama for philanthropy and him being a little good with computers. He's given away more money than other, any other living person, both in terms of his wealth and the measure of what he's given. While it is hard to track down an exact dollar amount uh, that's up to date, it's been noted that both Bill and Melinda have given away over $300 billion in the past two decades. 
uh, it was said that in 2020, 2012 alone, apologies, uh, in 2012 alone, the foundation gave away about $3.4 billion in assets. Moreover, it's predicted that when Bill and Melinda pass away, signs indicate that the large majority of their wealth will be given to charities and foundations used for further positive change in the world. It's said that that number will exceed over $100 billion. Next, we've got Warren Buffett, who's made billions of dollars through his career, but has given away just as much. Buffett has pledged to give away more than $30 billion of his life earnings, according to interview and articles. In fact, it was reported in 2019 that he gave away about $2.6 billion worth of his Berkshire Hathaway stock to about five different charities. Next up, we've got Le Leonard Bosak and Sandy Lerner, who are another pair, like Bill and Melinda, to be philanthropists. Now, you might not recognize these names, but I'll explain in a bit. According to Inc.com, when it comes to charitable giving, there are two different ways to measure how you determine generosity. You can think about it giving in terms of dollar amount or percentage of wealth. It's said that the latter percentage of wealth is a better guide as it shows how much a person is giving in relation to what they have. So if you use percentage of wealth as a determining factor, then you will come to the conclusion that Cisco co-founders Leonard Bosak and Sandy Leonard are the two most generous people on the planet. After walking away from Cisco, they received one, uh, $170 million in compensation. Within the short period of time, they put in more than 70% of that money towards charitable causes. Today, while they are no longer married, they both remain close friends and continue to give back to society. What amazing, amazing thing. Now, again, there are other leaders out there like Mark Benioff, George Kaiser, Sean Parker, Ken Griffin, and others who really do help out. They give out money, they provide resources. And these mega powerful leaders are not the only ones. Middle management also does its best to be philanthropic. Many corporate teams and sectors give out sustainable gifts like annual donations or spend a day with community foundations to help in cleaning up gardens or areas. These acts go a long way as they bring smiles and achieve tough dreams. Surely your name might not be in the headlines today or hyped up tomorrow, but the continuing support of humanity will make you hero for hundreds of people. So let's become leaders, not only to lead, not only to build a big brand or name, but to build a society of love and peace. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Stay strong, stay safe, stay hungry, stay a little foolish, but most importantly, stay happy.